Okay, Daf Mem I want to do a little bit, a brief recap of what we learned. This was on Monday. What we did on Monday was a build up to what we're going to see today. And on Monday, we spoke about the example that the PSS Rebbe gave, the great, a great example of, of something to take advantage of, and that's Seudah Shlishit. Dafka Seudah Shlishit is what the Rebbe spoke about. And he said already, like in Daf Lamed Chet, I already give examples of how to lehotzilecha et itvakshut nafshecha shel kedusha bePesach b'dalei Shabbat Kodesh. I already gave examples in Chovat Talmidim. That means he was giving examples. If he's saying I gave an example in Chovat Talmidim, that means he's giving examples to, to 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 kids, to children, to youth, as to how to extract from their mind how to litragesh, how to actually take these moments of Shabbat or of Leil Pesach and to extend them but then he said but I want to give you Shalashudas I want to give you Suda Shlishit and he, he gave us this whole incredible build up as to what happens to us in Suda Shlishit and remember, remember the um, the example was like how they have the Choshech how they have like a, in certain halls it gets dark not just that the time gets dark but even if there's lights in the room in some of these Tishim they'll even They'll even close, they'll shut the lights, and it's a whole—it's it's a whole atmosphere of Hashem saying, "Now you choose. Do you want to stay here or not?" Basically, more or less, and it was much, much longer than what I just said right now in a few seconds. But we're going to pick up right now on the bottom of Daf Mem, okay? Veluya data, veluya data, and I think this is a good thing to work with because this is something that comes in handy every single Shabbos, every single week. Meaning every single week I can take this learning that we've been doing and saying, okay, how do, I imp- how do I implement this every single week? And I know that certain families are very makpid on Sudash Lishit. And certain families, it's not your fault. It's just, there wasn't Sudash Lishit. Like we said last week, Sudash Lishit was, was gefilte fish herring. This Shal Shudas is sponsored in memory of, you know, whatever. Doctor, think of very old names right now. Irving, yeah. <laughs> Always an Irving. Irving, or uh, what else have we got? <laughs> Bernie. Bernie. Bernard, yeah. Yeah, one of those. Um, but you, it's probably all this. It's like three Mars, names, basically. Morris, Joey, Eddie. Right, right. Okay, so he says like this, Veluyadata ki tisher ken tamid. Ki azayta nafshechas mechasimchat olam. Now, if you knew that this dvekut that you felt right before Shabbos came out would last forever, you'd have simchat olam. You'd be the happiest person in the world. But what? Now, this is the place we all get. You could already smell what we call the MSBs. What are the MSBs? Come on. Motzei Shabbos Blues. You could already smell it. Now, if that, it's a known, MSBs are deadly. We should learn once Rav Cook has a piece about like why people can't sleep on Motzei Shabbat. It's a very, it's a fam- it's a beautiful piece based on the Tanah Liao. It's an amazing piece because we already know like this is not here forever. So if I let myself go to that place of it's not here forever, I have one or two options. One, I could say let me not get into into this too much right now because I don't want it to be too hard for me to say goodbye, or then let me let me go for dear life and hold on to every moment before I have to say goodbye. And then you're going to go back down to the mundane. 
איך תיפול מן חושך שמיים על פלא טוהר? Your neshama is going through an experience of saying, how am I going to descend right now? How am I going to fall out of that shamayim right now? And go back to, the, to this place I don't want to go to. He calls it, לחושך מצרים. He calls the weekday. חושך מצרים. חשכת הצרות. The darkness of צרות, of trouble. You're back. You know, it's amazing. Shalashidis, you feel whatever, physically. Whatever. But then the second Shabbos comes out and you have to start doing Sidurim, you already start to feel like backaches and you don't feel, you feel like, ugh, schleppy. Shabbos, you, you, you were the same physically a few, a few seconds ago. Something about, you know, Shabbos comes, maybe it's just me saying, giving, trying to give Terry, saying why not to, why it's harder to clean up, but whatever, you, you know what I'm talking about. Now your nefesh and your goof together are shaking. You're feeling them both. What, what's both? So that means the highest of times, the end of days in a good way, and also the end of this beautiful moment that you're experiencing right now also. You're, you're feeling them both at the same time. That's why the, the, the state of a, of a chassid, the tzudash deshit, is so intense because he's feeling them both simultaneously. Merom kitzo shel the highest level of holiness, the ketz nemichiyut shel achol, and the lowest place of the mundane. Hatshrei gavne shel chashocha, both gavna, right? What's gavna? Gvan. What's a gvan in Aramaic? Gavna? It's like a color, a shade. Both shades of chashocha, of darkness, nevakim ata b'cha b'sharosh seudot. You're bouncing on both sides. Now, I want to I explain something again that we said last week. What does it mean, two sides of darkness? One side of darkness is the, what we know, what's waiting for us, MSBs. What's the other type of darkness that we spoke about last week that's actually a beautiful darkness? Remember, we spoke about this on uh, Wednesday, I think is the darkness that we all want to go to. Like, I'm, I'm choosing to, to look at the whole world, the whole world is dark, and it's just me and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What's a good example of a person that experienced that in the Torah? Hmm? Pinchas was on Friday year. No? We'll see. Huh? Avram Avinu. What does it say by him? Very good. We're going to see it inside. Avram Avinu, it says that a huge choshech, Magdola, fell on him. That doesn't mean Avram Avinu went into a bad place. He went into a place of, that's why he's called Avram Ha'ivri. The whole world is on one side, Vehum Me'ever, he's on the other side. So the whole world is Choshech, and he's Me'ever, he's on the other side. Ivri doesn't just mean Hebrew, it means Me'ever, on the other side. Not just the other side of the Jordan, but the other side of the whole world. We also have the Ma'avali Yavok, when he was, before he was... Right before he becomes Israel, what? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Nachon? What's the Lashon there? Ma'avar Yabok. That's a place. Right? No, no, but, no, but it's, it's, the, it's the other side of Yabok. Nachon. Nachon. But there's also a Lashon of darkness over there too, actually. Mashu Koresham, I have to go back inside. There's a whole, you know, Yabok is the same letters as Yaakov without the I in the, the Rebbe speak about this a lot. That he was getting, he had to go over to Litfos Ta'ayin Atov, Ma'avar Yabok, whatever, not for now. So, 
אגן, צ'רי גבנה של חשוכה נאבקים עתה בך בשלוש סעודות. משל לבן מלך, you see this four lines from the bottom. משל לבן מלך שנגזר עליו להרחיקו מעל אביו ולהשליכו אל בית הסוהר. Son of a king, it was decreed upon him to be expelled somewhere from his father and to throw him into jail. Which is basically what he's saying is what every Jew's decree more or less at Seudah Shlishit, if you think about it. אז ברגע האחרונה, קודם שנפרד מאביו, the last moment before he leaves his father, מקרב הוא את עצמו יותר אל אביו, he goes as close as he can to his father. דוחק ומתקרב, he pushes aside everything. Just to make sure I'm getting as close as I can because I'm about to be thrown out of here. Ochez hu mechabek mitaneg u mitgaagea. And he holds on, he's in oneg and he's longing. U mitoch ta'anuga u pachada. And from this oneg and the pachad that's happening simultaneously, tsoeket ha-nefesh mimaamakim. The nefesh is screaming from the deepest depths. That's why we sing it, Seudah Shlishit, Gam ki evech begei tzalmavet, lo irara ki atai madi. I'm not going to be scared. Atai madi, I know I'm going to have to get out of here soon. And, and again, what's the first thing we say in Havdalah? We speak about the same thing. Hine kelishuati eftach velo evchad. It's like we keep on speaking about this. Because it's scary, it's scary to lose that state of closeness. מה זה? חסידים, ברסלבריס, The hands are almost shaking. He's, he's, he's describing to us what, what really, if we were in touch with our nefesh, what's our visualization of what's happening to us inside? It's like you're, you're, you're shaking. You're with me, right? Because I, I know I'm not here forever, so you're with me, right? Right? And Hashem is saying, yes, of course I am. Of course I am. Don't be I grab onto him, and I won't let go. So now he says like this. And he says the same exact thing in Bnei Machshav HaTovah. I just did this with the online course a few weeks ago. Same exact thing. Take a deep look. What we described right now, for those of us in the room that are saying, oh my God, I never felt anything close to that at Ashal Shuddis, right? That's, that was, that's never been my experience at the Seudah Shlishit. So he says over here, this is all happening to your nefesh. What's the problem? <laughs> Meaning this is taking place whether you believe it or not. I'm explaining to you what the nefesh Yehudi experiences in Seudah Shlishit. You just didn't pay attention and you don't know how to experience these things. And, and this line really shocked me because you know how many things are probably happening to us that we're not aware of? How many other things are actually taking place to us all the time and we're bichlal not aware of it? Some part of our nefesh is experiencing it, but we're not aware of it at all. A lot of the things, I'm gonna, you know, obviously I think a great example is certain things that come out of parenthood and seeing our children and the experiences of a father and a son or a daughter. How many things are actually happening But we're, we're just not, 
we don't know how to experience it. They're happening it, they're happening, but not to us. It's happening somewhere. He says, this is what happens in Seudash Lishit. It's just that we're not, we don't have a gilui of our nefesh. Our nefesh is not revealed to us. And, uh, and the FFBs are not even trying? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is like they, don't, like they don't even know that it's happening to them, you know? Like something's maybe happening to their nefesh when they're trying to come back to Hashem. Oh. I thought you were going to say the opposite. Right, right. I actually heard the exact opposite. What? What? That the Baal Tshuva, right? <laughs> that the Baal Tshuva... He's, he's actually in touch. Oh, he's, he's a shtickle. No, it's okay. You're dissing all of us. Most of us in here. It's fine. <laughs> it's good. We need it. We need it. No, it's true. No, I, I know it wasn't your kavana, but it's true. I told you guys the story when I was in Amiftar, when I was in Yeshiva, I learned, I learned this the hard way. One guy came up to me, he was in our smicha class, and I knew that he had, he had became a Baal two years prior. And a few of the guys were like, maybe you should wait a little bit before you study to become a rabbi. Honestly, that was a little bit of the, of the, of the smell. I think it was the year before you, you came. Mamash, the year before you came. We, we learned together for Smicha, you did the NI. But it was the year before you came in 2002. You came in 03. So w- this guy came up to me and he saw me doing something and he pointed out, like, a ver- he was being so tamim. He wasn't trying to be chutzpadik at all. He wasn't trying to be like, uh, you know, so he said, uh, he said, Mishlomo, uh, I don't understand. Like it says, and he brought a shulchan aruch. It says, you know, it says you're supposed to do like this when you come out of a bathroom, like or or when, uh, something very mundane, right? And I said to him, I looked at him and I said, maybe, maybe like learn a bunch of other things before you start pointing things out to others, right? And he looked at me with a face of, I thought we're in this to like, you know, <laughs> I thought we're in. He was so. Oh, I had the biggest mamash. I cried. I cried so deep. He was coming from simple, simple tamimas. Big boss man. Simple tamimas. Mamash. They have this thing where there's a little bit of a giluya nefesh because they're thinking about, they're actually thinking about what they're doing. <laughs> you know, much more than they are. They are. But he's saying, these things, like you can go to a shalashudis and not feel a thing. You can experience Shabbos and not feel a thing. In the women's chair yesterday, someone said, Hashem can answer you all the time, but the extent that you feel that it's Hashem answering to you is based on how much you share with Hashem what's going on in your life. Think about that. The extent of, a, of, of, the, of dvekut is not based on how much things are getting answered. It's how much, how much you're in it, how much you're sharing, how much you're thinking about these things. Again, beginning of this paragraph. Hishtakel v'itbonen ki kol ze over gam benafshecha. Rakata lo hitbonanta velo yadata. How does he say it there, Reb Dovid? Is it possible that such a spiritual state will not leave its impression on the entire week? See, if, it, if, if the spiritual state was galui, if it was revealed to us, Sunday, mon- Sunday and Monday would for sure be Shabbos, the Chayavliot. But even Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, it, have, it would have to be. Meaning, if we experience this the way that he's speaking about that it's possible for us, it would be like what we're talking about on the Friday shir about Cholam Shabbos, about during the week having a 
having a smell of Shabbos. It would have to be. לא יכול להיות שלא. ואם לא תחשוב מאומה, או אף אם תחשוב ולא תמלא את מחשבתך ציורים, but if you don't think about these things at all, these are actually happening, and if you don't fill your mind with visualizations and illustrations like he's been speaking about this whole time, ואת מראות גלגולי הנפש לא תוציא ולא תרקמם במאורעות שיהיה בהן דברים של ממש לחשוב בהם, אז הניצוץ וגם המחשבה ייקבעו, ועד מהרה יימסו. Then if, if, you, if these are not things that you're actually using your mind to really think about and spend time about on, and do all the targilim we've been talking about in terms of strengthening mindset, then you know what? We just had halal a few minutes ago. Is anyone there? I'm not even there. And I, I let it. Why? Because once halal was done, or even while halal was happening, maybe, maybe I was paying too much attention to like, is this going to be a good nigun for, for this nigun? I don't know. Like I'm thinking about anything right now. But if I spent more time with lo hametim, hallelujah. And I, and I thought about the fact that I'm alive, which means I can praise you, I'd probably feel a bit more alive from the halal that I just had a second ago. If I visualize that, I'm here, I'm alive, my limbs are moving. So too with every single, every single thing that we have in our Yiddishkeit, but specific times, like he says, It's a time you don't, you really don't want to just go through the motions. Why? Because if you don't think about it, he says that spark that you had, Mehera, what did he say? Yikabe yimas. It'll be, it'll, the spark will go out, yimas means uh, melted, like names. It'll melt away. Huh? Yeah. It won't even do anything while you're experiencing. All the more so. That if while you're going through Shalashiris, but you're not extending these thoughts and spending more time visualizing what you're experiencing, nothing will be last. Not, nothing will last. But if you act with your soul and strengthen your thought, then even if, if at first you do not succeed in raising full images as those I have here described, nevertheless, you will experience fragmentary images. What's a full image that he described earlier in the Sefer? Kisei kavod, Literally the throne of God that you are elevating. Remember, just to make everything clear, Machloket, Rambam, Raived, if these things are even mutar to do. With the illustration, illustrating like a visualization. Rambam says, Asur b'tachlit ha'isur. Ravid says, It's mutar if you, do, if you do this in order to be very focused on gaining hit karvut and dvekut ba'ashem. So it's not even things we think about so much, but back then these were very dangerous avodah zaram, you know, uh, baits. Because of they, all these other religions are using more the act of visualizations with chulei. So, but he says this whole shita he has is based on the Ravid, who's always going, not against the Rambam, I don't like to say that he's against the Rambam, but he offers a different, the Hasagas Ravid, he offers a different approach. Oh, they offer a different approach, right? 
Are you kidding me? You're saying exactly the opposite. No, no, it's just a different approach, right? So the Ravid says over there, no, no, you can do this act of visualization if it's bamash to bring you, to schlep you out of the gutter of, of Gehenom that you're in and to bring you closer to so he's saying, even if in the beginning you're not able to go there, the way I've described it over here, but you put your heart and soul into it and you think about these things. What do you say? Fragments? David? Fragment, fragmented? Fragmentary images. Fragmentary images. Anyone experience fragmentary images right now as I'm speaking? All the time. <laughs> during, during davening, I had a couple years, I must have heard it, in one of our shirim or somewhere. But I heard about visualizing the words that we're saying. And I did it today in Hall. It was, it was amazing. Really? It took me to a totally different level. I was focusing on the word kadosh. And I went through each letter in the word. And I, I'm the, I colored the letter. Like I put like, I put like a, a color, like the kuf had gold. And the, the dalit had like a wood grained look. The vav, like I, I would color like every letter and look at it and like it totally, it does, it transforms your davening. It really brings you to like a, a pretty strong place. Reminds me of what Levi was talking yeah. about. Yeah. You thought about that? question was, was it black and white, right? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was the well, co- he said colors, right? No? Yeah. He said colors. Yeah, Yudke Vavke. Right? Yudke Vavke in so colors. So Yudke Vavke, so I asked the word color. Right? Yeah. He said, he said, Komine. Uh, he said, I, I don't remember. He said, he, changes, changes, right? He didn't say black and white. No. But then it becomes fragmented in your mind. Like, you it's hard, it. to, yeah, it's, it's hard to it. visualize. It's hard to hold it. Hold it. That's yeah. what, okay, but that's exactly what he but said. He said, listen, it'll, it'll come up, la'at, la'at. But, at least, but, but most of us are saying, what is this going to be? What is this going to do for me anyway? So I'm not even going to try. He says, great. Then, then the second Shabbos comes out, anything that was beginning to stir up, when you put the Avdalah candle out, <laughs> What else goes out? Anything that you were like playing around with a little bit, but you said, ah, it's not worth putting more kishkas into this. Why? Because the Shabbos is going to end anyway very shortly. So it's not even worth putting such a voda into this. I was thinking about this in another way. You know, we met with, I've been meeting, I've been having some meetings with Rabbi Riskin lately. Very complicated situations, as many of we've spoken about these stuff. And I see, he's, and you saw guys when he came for the mezuzah, uh, you know, whoever was here. It's very, it's the local. It's not, it's not easy. I was watching last night a shear he gave like just seven years ago, um, and just what, his kochot like it really took a you know it took a hit big time. And I'm thinking like, why why does he why is he even putting any kochot? He sent a letter to all the rabbis last night, a very heartfelt letter, and he asked everyone to please come back for another meeting this Friday, 10 a.m. How old is Rabbi Riskin? 82. I think he had 82 years ago, right? Mashkazne, up there. And he's chalash. Mamash, he's chalash. So I was thinking to myself, and this is a, a place I can't stand in myself, Bemet. I said, like, why is he, just let it, you know, what, what, why is he trying so hard? Why is he trying so hard? Because he, whatever he believes in, right, he, he sees, whatever he sees, he visualizes, what he visualizes and he sees, it's worth trying, whatever he's feeling. It's worth trying. It's worth it. And it gave me a lot of koch, and uh, even though I'm half his age, to also say, whatever it is, it's worth putting effort into something that you believe is chashuv. So same thing here with, even though, an, lehavdil, okay? Lehavdil, he should have arichut yamim to 120, yeah. and, and more. 
But even though I know Shabbos is going to come out, why should I try so hard to get to the place of Dveikus when I know that that other side is going to be in front of me a few seconds later? Why? So that maybe the harder that I put those energy into the visualization that I'm going to go through with Shalosh Shudis, the more maybe maybe the more it'll show up over here, and it'll push things away that don't have to be in front of me because I tried hard. He's saying over here, this is happening to your neshama whether you realize it or not. You may as well invest in gilui of your nefesh because it's happening anyway. And when you get to the world of emet, who are you, gonna hang, who, who are you hanging out with there? The, the one that, the, one that the, the, the three star yid? Checking to see if there's three stars? Or the one that was actually experiencing all these things during Sudash Lishit? So let's, not, let's set up our lives for, a, for a, a world that we won't be strangers to who we are in the Olam HaEmet. <laughs> let's, acquaint, let's acquaint ourselves already now with whatever is going to be left of us when we, when we, re, when we, you know, we meet our Creator. All Beseva Tova Barichut Yamim with... Again, I have to say this, you know. Hamsa, Hamsa, Hamsa. Many, many, many more years. Okay, we're going to stop now and we'll continue this on Monday, on Wednesday, Bezrat Hashem. Hopefully we'll finish the parak. We can leave, we're gonna leave, Avi, we'll leave the, leave it here.